0: Hey, welcome to the Crack House Chronicles. I am Donnie, your host. And with me is a man that says, why can't the Olympics have just a regular person competing, you know, just for reference? It's Dale.
1: That's right. They need like Joe Nobody out there trying to do snowboarding and downhill skiing and all that stuff. Those elite players, all oh, them look the same, you know, because they're all great.
0: Yeah, we need something to compare it to. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. <laughs> see, somebody getting their ass smoke coming out down of the downhill. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I would definitely watch it more. Oh, yeah. Coming through that is that uh where they go down the hill and all those bumps you know where you mm-hmm. go up yeah where, anyway where they blow their knees out <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be rough on a man <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right man uh so what's going
0: on with you oh not a whole lot just uh living life these days and having a good time good man good yep. but in this episode man that we've got going on we do a lot of interviews with people Dale, yeah and but today we're doing something a little bit different Sweet. we've we've are collaborating with another podcast from the west coast all right and this is murder on my street podcast Ooh, i like that name yeah it's very cool and the hosts there are jenny and Dee. Dee. but uh dd Dee Dee had an accident earlier this week and she's a little bit under the weather from that but jenny is joining us and we are going to be talking about the asia degree case right which is local to us yeah cool and like i said they're from the west coast and they're very fascinated with the uh, Asia degree
1: good this is something I've been wanting to talk about as well
0: yeah and they've researched it a lot and we invite them to be on the show just to get their opinion on more it. their,
1: their uh, perspective yeah. yeah because
0: you know they're not, not local to the case and you know we, we pass by the area every day
1: We pretty much lived there right yeah, yeah
0: and yeah. just somebody that's not from the area to see what their thoughts are on it yeah so that's what we're going to do today All right then that sounds all, great All right Jenny, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, we appreciate you being on our show. And tonight, we're going to have just a open discussion about a close case to us here. Very close. And this is Asia Degree. How familiar are you with Asia Degree, Jenny?
2: I have been obsessed with this case for at least a decade now. Really. Yes.
0: This case is literally in our backyard right here.
1: Hey, before we get too deep in the weeds, we got to give out some love to Dee Dee and say uh, she's, she's not with us tonight. She's had a had an accident. If you want to elaborate on that, Jenny.
2: Oh, yes. Give her some love. She's there. all popped up <laughs> on pain meds after a fall <laughs> down the stairs.
1: Oh, crap. So yeah. it, it, it would have been both of them tonight, but uh, apparently <laughs> she, she can't make it. All <laughs> right. Alrighty. Okay, now we can roll on. I didn't want to leave her out.
0: Well, D.D., I hope you get to feeling better. Yes. But anyway, getting back to what we were talking about. Yeah, I should agree. Her disappearance is is right here in our backyard. Yeah, what? It's four miles from here. Oh, great. Now, were
2: you guys living there when it happened? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, we remember we drive that way going to work. Well, I drove that way going to work, and we remember getting stopped. In those roadblocks. In the roadblocks that morning. Crazy. This
2: is one of those cases too, because usually we're hypercritical of the police and investigations and how families get pushed off. This is a case where they were on it from oh, yeah. the beginning, absolutely. Which is so cra- it makes it even crazier. Well,
0: let's just go through a little bit of a timeline, Jenny, and okay. let's talk about you know the Friday before her disappearance this was on february the 11th you know the the school system here was out for a teacher work day and they had spent the day with an aunt of theirs i think just lived right down the street and i think that afternoon they went to a basketball practice out here at Falston elementary school now you've researched this case what do you know about that you found out about asia playing basketball
2: well i know that that basketball was a passion of hers. So, and I know that she was the point guard on her basketball team.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I remember that she had that basketball game and she had fouled out at the end of that, that game and the team mm-hmm. lost by one point. And for a while, they were looking at that as a possible reason why she might have run away. Mm-hmm. But her mother was saying she bounced back really fairly quickly from that.
0: Yeah, they, her brother O'Brien, he had a game after hers out here at Burns Middle School. Mm-hmm. And I, shortly after his game started, she was in the stands playing with her friends and just having a good time. Right. So she wasn't too distraught about it. Afterwards. Yeah, afterwards.
1: Yeah. My, both my kids went to Falton, so it's, it's, we're, we're close here. You yeah. too, I guess. So yeah, and then uh, mine cheerleader for basketball. So they would have a game. You'd go there and you'd be there pretty much all day because all grades played. You know, the yeah. same day.
3: Oh wow.
1: Yeah. So it'd be start out with the little bitty kids and then as they as the day goes on, the, the older kids go for, all the way up through middle school.
0: Yep. So that night after the basketball game, they Asia went to a sleepover slumber party
2: at her cousin's house at right?
0: Her, at her cousin's house and they stayed up late yeah there's like what i've heard up to 12 people were there yeah which is
1: a lot to a me a lot of girls i couldn't take that
0: <laughs> but they were having a good time and they stayed up late i think they watched soul train and were just having a good time and then the next one, do what
1: go ahead on a
2: sleepover Did yeah you say there were 20 girls there 12. that's crazy yeah 12 that's is amazing. what i heard
1: which is still crazy
0: yeah but they stayed up late, and Aisha had to get up early the next morning to go to church. Her family was are very religious. They attend church constantly. I mean, they're very religious. And they went to Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church. It was in Waco. It's Waco's about, what, eight, nine miles from right here. Yeah. Yeah. So she had to get up pretty early to, to make it to church. And then that afternoon after services, uh, they went to an aunt's house for lunch. Right. Did, have you heard anything Jeannie, about anything happening between that time i haven't yeah that's no. pretty much that's pretty much the way it goes i didn't know if anything happened between those times if anything we've missed yeah yeah if, if she was acting acting any different that morning or after they got back from church or at her at her aunt's house
2: no everyone says that she was acting normally yeah I think that's what makes it even more puzzling.
0: Right. They've even said that she was really having a good day on Valentine's or Well, actually on that Sunday, because she would got Valentine's candy early for my grandmother, Joanne. You know, if Aisha was planning on running away, she sure didn't act like it. Right. Or she wasn't giving any signs of anything being weird. Especially being nine years old. Right. Yeah.
2: Which you you would think with a nine-year-old, that would be hard well, I mean, you would think it would be hard, yeah. to hide, but my nephew recently ran away at 10 mm-hmm. and none of us had a clue. Really? None of us coming. We were, yes, it was panic. It was everyone talking about things. So afterwards, speaking with him and having a separate conversation, things came out that had been upsetting him, that no one had a clue. So, I guess even at 9 or 10, they can hide things very well.
1: Right. What, what was his plan? Did he tell you? Or did you ask? What was his plan to do?
2: No. He is very impulsive. Hmm. And he felt, he had thought far enough ahead to grab his, the $300 that he had in cash. Hmm. Because he hoards his birthday and Christmas money and doesn't spend it. So, he had that on him. And then, this is how clever he was, though. He picked the one kid in the school that none of us even knew. Like, we had never heard of this child before. So, his best friends didn't know. Like, nobody knew. Hmm. Who this kid was, whose house he was at we he was found because the school finally was pressured enough to send a notification out to all the parents. so they got an email on their phone, and within five minutes of that, oh wow uh, the parent whose house he was at was like, "Oh, that child is in my living room. Wow, playing video games with my son. so she brought him directly to the school
0: wow
1: that's crazy but yeah. it's a really good ending there
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but you know with um asha she was very i don't know what the word is but her family didn't let her go many places she stayed around the house they didn't let her watch tv much or get on the computer much they didn't have internet
2: they were pretty tight-knit and yeah. it, it seems like very family-oriented and sort of a closed community between church and school and home. And I think part of that was her parents' schedules and their work schedules. I was a child of the 80s, and my parents, their schedules were kind of all over the place. And we, when it was crazy there for a couple years, we weren't what... People would call sheltered, but we were not allowed to go anywhere or do anything. It was like you had to be home and in the house with the door locked. And mom had to know when you were home. You couldn't go to anybody's house, that sort of a thing. And so it was church. It was home. It was activities. You know, my brothers played football. I cheered uh, and did drill teams. So, like, it was those those things. And that was it. And it was always family taking us to them. And if one of us was sick, my grandmother would come over and stay at the house with us. So I kind of feel I, I really feel like I was and Dee was the same way. We were raised much in the same way, where maybe from the outside, you would have looked at us, us as sheltered, but sheltered kids don't get to compete in sports and do all of the things that we got to do. Yeah. Uh, not having a computer in the home uh, or having one that only my dad used for so many years we weren't allowed in his den so yeah.
0: and I'm sure pretty sure this is the way Aisha's life was right and that's
2: that's what I understand from everything that I've read and, and the interviews that I've seen with her family and with her mother
0: and right there in that little neighborhood. I've been through there many times and it's just their family that lives right around. I mean, I know there's other people, but they have a lot of family that lives in homes right near them.
2: And I think that's one of the most haunting things about this case too, right? Is because you want to protect your children and you set it up so that you can protect them. And you have this safety bubble, this safe community that you've set up and, and then, oh my God, it didn't work. Yeah. That's one of the things that makes this case so crazy and heartbreaking, and just also just frustrating.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because with us right here, this is this case is constantly talked about. Yeah, right here in our area. And yeah, we pass by the sign literally at least three or four times a week. Yeah, the big sign out here on the highway. Right. So it's it's just crazy, and you're constantly thinking about it.
1: Yep. Even in uh, little stores and. Restaurants around there's always a flyer in the window. Still, still yeah. to this day. Still,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, cra- that's crazy.
2: <clears throat> oh my gosh!
0: So we're trying, but it's still nothing coming up. I know, and they get home after church, and I think Harold has to go to work that night or something, and Aisha mm-hmm. take she takes a nap that evening. I yeah, guess he worked
1: PPG, so probably so.
0: Yeah, so she takes a like a two hour nap from six thirty to eight thirty. That's why it's been reported.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: Yeah. And then, right. yeah, there's a storm comes up, and I think she wakes up from the storm. Personally, I don't remember the storm at night, but... Well, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been 20-something years, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's been 20-some years, and you can't remember the storm at
0: well, No, but I, I remember getting stopped by the the yeah, cops what, that morning when they were the looking for I was
1: on the phone talking to my Kim. Yep. not your Kim.
2: Right. Yep. Well, because I imagine you've had plenty of storms since then, but how many <clears> times... Have you been stopped by the police in a situation like this? I mean, it's it's very memorable. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought they were doing a, like a license check thing because they do that around here a lot. Yeah, and, and I say that because my wife's from Wisconsin. She's like she never they never had a license check. They don't do that. To you. Hmm. So I had to explain to her what they did. I said, basically, they're just looking to see if everybody's drinking and driving or something, but they act like you're checking your license. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, why in the hell are they doing this on the way to work? And then uh, yeah, he's asked me if I'd seen anything. So, yeah, I remember, I remember that pretty clear.
0: But, yeah, there was a storm that night, and I think Harold, he ends up going to work, and Aisha stays up for a while because there's a, a tree that gets hit by a car, I think.
1: Something there's a car accident knocks the power out for, yeah. s- for some reason. I'm not sure. All I've found is a, a result of car accident. So I'm
0: sure he a power pole or a tree. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm and I've heard too that uh, their mom always like got them ready for bed at night, mm-hmm. bathed them, got them ready, but they didn't take a bath that night. Correct. Because of the storm, she just went ahead and put them to bed. Now the the power came on well back on about twelve thirty a.m. and Harold. He had checked on both the kids, Ace and O'Brien, and they were asleep in the bed.
1: So it had to be on the time he got home because had to be the power had to be on by the time he got home because he said he would sit up and watch TV.
0: Yeah, he always set up and watch TV yeah. when the power come back on. So, right. Yep. But there's one thing I've never understood because you know Valentine's was the next day. Okay. Now there's a couple of different tales on this, so you go ahead when Jenny have you heard anything about he he was supposedly went to get the kids some valentines some candy or goodies or something
2: I what I have read is not that he went to get them valentines because this is the part that I find hard to believe the kids weren't that excited about valentines they're kids and there's candy involved
3: (laughs)
0: yeah
2: so I don't I don't know how that could possibly be but that was what was stated however it was it was Harold and Aquila's anniversary yes and I feel like this is probably very wrong to say but I still have yet to have a man in my life who isn't like this who at the last minute is like oh shit (laughs) yeah Tomorrow's our anniversary. Well, or it was <clears> reminded <throat> that night because you you're like, oh, what are we doing for our anniversary tomorrow? Oh. Uh... <laughs> or it was. Uh, oh no! When she goes to bed, I've got to run out to the only place or it that's was, gonna uh, be open. Oh, shit. Happen. "I got to go
1: get some Valentine candy," but I'm really going to go find something for anniversary. Could have pulled that card. Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And I think I think he didn't he go to like a CVS or something. Like a Savon's. It was a drugstore. And everyone's like, that's so weird. And I'm like, well, clearly you've never had to get a last-minute gift before or you've never had a craving for chocolate at 2 a.m. Like I have (laughs) because a drugstore is always my go-to for last-minute gifts because I know they're going to have cards and I know they're going to have seasonal candy always. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I'll i probably pick up some ibuprofen or, you know, like, you just, you always come out of there. It's like going to Target. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I don't think it's strange at all that Harold, given the schedule that he worked, went out for candy in the, I don't know. Are you guys used to storms back there?
0: Oh, yeah. We have some storms. Okay. We have some rough ones. Yeah.
2: Right, and you're used to driving in them? Yeah. It wouldn't be your preferred thing, but if you absolutely had to, you
1: yeah, would not, go out in them. It's not that big a deal, yeah.
0: Yeah, but if, I mean, if it's really bad, if you're calling for a tornado or something, yeah, you know, we don't we don't really venture out. But you know, if it's just a right. a thunderstorm or a rain shower, yeah, we go out in it. Well, you know. they're
1: way worse in the summer, August, than they would be in February. But
0: yeah, February, not so much. I mean, it's probably a freak thunderstorm yeah. to be in February here. Exactly.
2: Made worse by the car accident that knocked out the power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I probably. Yeah, so I don't think it's weird that he went out for. No, no. I know a lot of people like to try to pick that apart, but I don't find that odd at all.
1: Yeah, and in some stories, is he came home and then left. In some stories, is he went before he came home, so it would uh, mess up the timeline. So I, I don't really know what happened. And I've never never seen anything with him saying, him saying when he'd done what
0: myself yeah i just didn't know if you'd heard anything different hey, we could just go in here and knock on
1: the door and ask him <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what that i i don't even know why you just don't call his call parents and talk to them I'm like uh, okay
0: yeah that's crazy because you know i've never i've wanted to talk to his parents and i've i've talked we, well me and dale have interviewed a lot of people and that's one case that I don't know if I'd want to interview him or not. No,
1: it's kind of I don't know. It's, right. too, it's almost too close. It's
0: just yeah. It's like right here in our backyard. Do we want to talk to him or do we not want to talk to him? Because we have our own theories about what happened, and like Dale said, we don't want to be in store somewhere and somebody come up and kick our ass because yeah. of our opinion on it. What'd you say?
3: Right. That kind of thing.
0: <laughs> but we we've talked a lot off the air about this and what our thoughts and opinions are and what we think happened, but. You know, we'll but, get we'll get to that. A and bit. what what's crazy is, you know, I just Jenny, I, you know, we got talking on you and I got talking on Twitter, and you were, had emphasized this case, and I'm like, gosh, this would be a good idea to talk to someone who's not local here, outside the loop, yeah, yeah, outside of us that's looked into this case with a different set of eyes, you know, from far away, and what your thoughts are, and what your
1: Yeah, because you don't get all the local rumors and everything, you know, saying this and saying that. So I
2: don't get the local rumors. I I also have had nieces who factor into what I think actually happened. Okay. So I, I have that experience, too, where they don't talk to their parents, but everyone talks to auntie because... I, because I have that open line of communication with them. But prior to moving close to them and establishing that relationship with, with my nieces and nephews, they would not have spoken to anybody. And something like this could have easily happened to them.
0: Yep. That is so crazy. Mm.
2: It is. So regardless, we think he got home at 1230 a.m., right? Yeah, Whether because- he worked first and went to the store on his way home because wouldn't he have gotten off at 11
0: 30 i'm not sure no but the the power came on right around 12 30. okay and this is when harold says he sees both the kids asleep in their bed yeah he, he probably was home before then wasn't he what, yeah What is the second shift two to ten probably yeah, two B-B-G's. to ten probably two to ten yeah
1: some, okay. something like that unless he worked over at that place you can pretty much work as many hours as you want. So it's, I don't know the, I know the guy, so it, it could be a little bit of, you know, whatever. So, and I'm sure he didn't know none of this was going on. So he could have worked over. We don't know. We'll just say he got home and then uh, the power comes on at 1230. Yep. <laughs> just for, okay. just for story
2: sake. I, I think the thing that I have that I found the most consistent, in the stories was that he left the house at 11 30 p.m in a storm to go get valentine's candy
0: okay okay we'll go with that then so the when the power came on around 12 30 a.m this he does report seeing both the kids asleep in their beds in their shared right. their shared bedroom
1: right when plus so i was thinking 11 30 or did you say 11 30 right jenny
2: Ele- 11 30 p.m. was what time i had him as leaving
1: right so you know that could be that could be right so if he left it if he worked till 10 he'd probably get home about 20 to 11 somewhere like yeah that, from like bbg that. from here yeah, yeah. so about 11 o'clock he'd be get home sit down for a minute and go damn and then yeah
0: and we can go with that cvs yeah. is just right down the road yeah that would make sense yeah or
1: walgreens or whatever i don't even know my Wal- walgreens, uh, walgreens wasn't, wasn't there at the time. right but
0: cvs was there right
1: correct yeah okay
0: Yeah. All
1: right. We're just cross-checking.
0: Go ahead. (laughs) But he he does see, like I said, both the kids sleep in their bedroom. Right. And he goes to bed around 2.30. Mm-hmm. And this is about the time that O'Brien, Asha's brother, he sees Asha. She's in her white nightgown. It has a red trim and I think a teddy bear on the front of it. And uh, That's a lot of details. Yeah. And gets up and see Caesar gets up go to the bathroom and return to bed. This is what O'Brien is saying. Okay, now I've seen
1: what also said where Harold checked on him again before he went to bed, but so we're at saying he, he did or he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, at 2:30. 12:30. So at 12:30 and 2:30? 2:30. I
2: have him checking on them at 2:30 a.m. on his way into bed. Okay. Yeah. And right after that happening, O'Brien states that that's when he heard Asha get up
0: and go to the bathroom. Yes. Okay, cool. And he does see her go back to bed. Now it was just a little time after this. This is when O'Brien he hears Aisha's bed squeak and he thinks Aisha is just tossing in her sleep or just trying to get comfortable. Right. Right. So there's just you know, and after that, they're just missing time. There's right. nothing really well, going on.
1: And plus, he probably really don't know because if he didn't look at the clock. If you doze off you don't really know how long you've been dozed off no so we know exactly. if, you know a little bit of time but we don't know exactly how much okay
0: yeah now at about 5 45 or as we call it around here 15 to 6 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right yeah yeah whichever one comes first uh, aquila she wakes up and she normally gets the kids up about 6 30 And but she gets up earlier and draws the bath water so the kids can bathe because, like I said, they didn't get to take one the night before. Yeah. And she goes to the bedroom to wake up O'Brien and Aisha, but only sees O'Brien under his covers and Aisha is missing. And she checks the entire house and both of the cars. She goes out and checks both of the cars.
2: And then she wakes Harold up.
0: Yes. Now, there's different accounts, you know, with the media about Aquila's time she wakes up. And there's a lot of reports stating that she woke up at 6, and others says
1: 6.15. So it's about a 30-minute discrepancy here. Yeah. Give or take.
0: But now there was an interview in Jet Magazine then that says, you know, the first person account by Aquila herself was 6.15. So, you know, I don't know if... if this is what this is what gets me. If your if your kid is missing, you are frantic, running through the house. Are you really going to make note of the time on the clock? No.
2: No, which could explain why the time keeps changing. Yeah. Now, the Jet magazine article that I read, this is from twenty thirteen. Her first person account is: I woke up at five forty five a.m.
0: Okay.
1: Let's see. And this is they usually usually get up at six thirty, so that that would probably be correct. I think. Right. If they're both going to have to take a bath before school, they're going to need some time. So that, that sounds about right to me. Okay. So we're going 545, quarter to six.
0: So anywhere at, at about six 615, everybody in the house is, in a, is uh, in a panic mode, Dale. Yes. I mean, they're they're probably freaking out. I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. I'd be lost my shit. I do like that
2: uh, Harold's suggestion was to... Check with his mother across the street first because yeah. I just find like men tend to, I can just see my mother being in a panic and my father being like not even getting out of bed yet, just being like, Did you check across the street with my mom? <laughs> like Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Check everywhere before you panic. Mm-hmm. Thinking she's gotta be there somewhere.
0: Have you heard anything about Asha being a sleepwalker? No. I haven't either. No, I've heard that theory, but I,
1: I'm not buying that. No.
2: I'm not either, especially when we get to the sightings of her.
1: Yeah. And locking the door it's, on the way out. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that,
2: that's something sleepwalkers always do. Right. Lock the door behind
1: them. <clears throat> exactly. To me, that kind
2: it's of squashes like, it right That's there. like sleepwalking 101.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mhm. Now the I don't Go ahead. Think she was yeah, I don't know about
2: that. I don't think she was sleepwalking.
0: No. Now about six forty the uh, the first police officers arrive at the house. And it's pretty daggum quick. Yeah.
2: Right. Do. Can we just give a shout out to them?
0: We've got a pretty good quickly? We've got a pretty good law enforcement around here. I'll have yeah. to give them that. Yes.
2: Clearly. Yeah,
0: yeah they we've got a good sheriff in town now, but it wasn't the same sheriff as back then, but uh the one we had back then was pretty good too. Well, when it, well That was uh Dan Crawford. Yeah, I was gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. I was keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> but the sheriff we have now is is really awesome. Yeah. Good guy. Shout out Alan Norman. Yep. <clears throat> so at about six forty the police get on the scene and police dogs are called in and Aisha's scent is picked up. And uh Quilla's going through the neighborhood trying to find out something. And she wakes everybody in the neighborhood at least by seven AM. So let's go to the the night or the early morning hours, Jenny. Okay. Now, she is spotted sometime in the early morning hours on Highway 18. This is just south, about a mile south of their home, by a Sundrop sun truck driver.
1: Now, where exactly At was this supposed to be? 30
2: a.m., right? The yes.
1: First of her. I was asking Donnie, where exactly? Where is this site?
0: Where the sign is. Where the sign is. Where the sign is.
1: Okay. So that's a little more than a mile. Because from Turner's upholstery driveway to the road where he turned in to, to go to their house is 1.1 miles. I was checked it today. Yeah. So it's about a mile You know, a quarter mile.
2: I feel like it, the weird thing about this case <clears throat> to me in, in this aspect, too, is I'm not big on eyewitness testimony or eyewitness sightings. Yeah because how many times do people go missing and everyone sees them and it's not really them right right it's, it's very i think I, I don't know the exact statistics but uh, i have a few f- close friends who are who are uh, public defenders and the statistics on you know witnesses eyewitness sightings it's they're not good they're pretty bleak and yeah. So I think it's funny that immediately with these eyewitness accounts, I'm like, it was totally her.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I was thinking about that today. I was like, H- I- how trust? How trusting do we are we su- supposed to be about this? And uh, right. Donnie even I tried I to get agree. a hold of Jeff Roop today <laughs> to see if we could talk to him.
0: I mean, how often are you out riding around thinking, "Hey, I might spot somebody that's missing." Yeah. You know. It,
2: but I do think the circumstances in this case would make someone stand out. It's on the highway. It's in a storm. It's someone who's at least petite in stature.
0: Yes. And she was wearing white. So, yeah, I don't know. I just-
1: what what gets me about this thing where he's seen. So, do we know when this stuff was supposed to be found behind Turner's? When was that found? A couple of days later. It right? was found on February the, 15th, 15, February the fifteenth. Six hours later,
0: something. February the fifteenth.
1: So that should have been left before he saw her, correct? You think? Yeah. So what gets me is if you leave her house and walk out the road, you're going to turn to the right and walk a little bit, turn to the left, walk down the hill to Highway 18. Yes. Turn to the right and walk a mile to the driveway at Turner's Upholstery, and then which is uphill? It's
0: way uphill. That driveway is probably. Two football fields, maybe. Yeah, it's a long. It's, it's a her, The the road to go out to Turner's upholstery, you know, where the shed was that they found her her effects. It's mm-hmm. it's straight up hill, and it's a, it's like it's long. It's a couple hundred yards. Yeah, and so
1: I just don't understand. It doesn't make any damn sense to me why she would go all the way up there past that house and go in that barn and leave that stuff. And then what the hell, because I thought maybe first she had cut, cut through the woods, but it's a lot farther than I once thought. That's why I went down there and checked it today. But So it doesn't make any sense to to go down there, go down the highway, walk up all that driveway, go to that barn, to turn around, to run back down that driveway to be seen by the sun drop driver. Yeah. Because it, it, you don't really have all that time.
0: Yeah, it's a long way. Well,
2: now, I don't know. Have you guys got have you done a, an FOIA have you gotten the police report because everything that i've read makes it sound like the, the trucker is the one who freaked her out and drove her up into that area hmm. when she came across, and that this was actually the catalyst to her effects being found in the shed because he states he was so concerned that he flipped a bitch three times he did u-turns
1: yeah like i wonder where, where in the hell he would he turn around that truck
2: then going around three times that would freak me out
1: it would at least have to be a, a long box truck not not necessarily a semi but you know drink trucks are pretty are big, like a beer truck yeah you know, big but not semi big
0: to, to and he's
2: saying he he flipped it around three times,
0: but that's this is a small area through there. Yeah, you know, you got that little area right up the top of the hill where the four lane turns, and you got that little old pantry right there. Right, he could have turned around there. Yeah, he could have turned. That's around. That's near there. where the sign is. It's just right past the sign. Yes.
1: So if if he ran her up into where the sign is, there's no woods where the sign is. It's a house there, and then there's a house which Debbie from Turner's upholstery owns. And then to go back up to the businesses, a way back toward her own house. Yeah. It it doesn't make any sense there either. No. If that's where he saw her. Yeah, I know. That's why me and Donnie are going to go and we're going to make a video.
2: Call the police. Like, call the police. Don't keep turning around trying to pick someone up.
1: Right. Yeah, I think me, me and Donnie are going to go make a video. So. And you can show actually the- see where everything is, so it makes more sense than just here. Right. Direction descriptions. Yeah, we're going to hit all
0: these locations, and we're going to go to the area where they found our book bag, too, but we're going to hit all these spots and do a YouTube video on this.
1: Yeah, that Oh,
2: that'll be amazing!
0: Yeah, I think it's needed
1: because
0: yeah, I've listened one. to a
1: couple, of, a couple of podcasts, other ones, listening just to get refreshed to do this, and I'm like, a lot of stuff they're saying, it's really, it's kind of weird to me to hear them talking about people I know because we know Debbie and we know, you know, Turner Upholstery and all those people, and yeah, and then talking about where this is this and this is here and this is there, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not, <laughs> it's
0: not that far.
1: You know, or It's yeah. a lot farther than that.
0: You know? I actually texted Debbie today and got her permission to go out there too turner's upholstery uh she don't own the building anymore the well the, the the shed she sold the shed to a neighbor that part of land yeah so she don't own that but she said we could go out to the shop and just you know get close but you know for, yeah. our, for our video purposes close anyway video, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah we're not taking the tractor we're just
0: yeah just gonna look around but anyway
2: uh, that'll be nice yeah Dark. it would be nice to have that to be able to reference
0: to have people who are there who know the area it's a it's a hilly area it's not flat it's uphill yeah
1: coming from her house you go way down and then when you get to the very bottom of the hill on the highway that's where the driveway to go up to the upholstery place is and then you start back up the next hill still going towards shelby to almost to where it hits a four lane there and that's where the sign is yes on the right and
0: it's a heck of a hill yeah it's is it an road.
2: obvious place for someone to go in, though? Would she have? I, it's just the If she ran off scary. the road
1: there, you could still see her. It's pretty okay. clear.
0: Yeah, even today. And, and
1: I don't remember them being no trees there ever. No. Not right there. No. Now, if it would have been the left side of the road, before you get to the sign, there's a lot of trees there.
0: Yeah, but on the right-hand side, going towards Shelby, no, there's yeah, not no, a lot of trees. Yeah, no, no,
1: that house, and then it's clear yeah. all the way to the store. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's clear. It's like it's actually,
1: like, there's another road there. Actually,
0: yeah, it's an open field. I mean, it's just nothing there. Right. It's been like
1: that for years. Agreed. That's why every time I hear them say, "Well, she's running the tree line," I'm like, "Well, there's no damn tree line there." No.
2: Huh. So that almost makes that suspect.
0: Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna put all this in video and and show the whole area around and. Because it, it needs to be done. Right. Yeah. But anyway... Okay, back to, yeah. back to the start. But anyway... No, fe- back to the program. Back to the program. <laughs> now, on February the 15th, the candy wrappers were found in the shed. And were were reportedly a hair bow. Um, everybody says it's a Mickey Mouse hair bow. I've heard other things. Uh, pencil and marker and some other effects of Aisha's found and in the And I've shed. also heard
1: the wrappers were... Valentine's candy they got at school, and I've also heard the wrappers were Valentine's candy that Harold had bought from. Yeah. That night, so I don't know which
0: one's correct. Yeah. Even living this close, we've heard different things. Yeah. Have you heard anything different on that, Jenny? But which candy wrapper? On what
2: was found in the the shed? Yes. Uh, I have the the Mickey Mouse hair bow. I have a very specific pencil. Which hmm. apparently is how they knew it was Asia's. It was a 1996 Olympics. Atlanta Olympics pencil. Uh huh. A green marker, some candy wrappers, and the wallet sized photo of that little girl.
0: Yes. That nobody knows who it is. Right. Yeah. That is strange.
2: Well, I think, you know, figuring out who that little girl is could be the key.
0: Yes. But it was a black and white photo. That's why it bothers me. Yeah,
2: it looks like a school photo to me.
0: Right, but black and
1: white is which is weird.
0: Yeah, but when was the last time they printed black and white photos in school? Um, I just that, that's crazy to me.
2: Trying to think, I think. See, I I don't know how your school pictures were, as but we had options, and you could do when when they came to you you didn't just have size options you had color or black and
1: white options
0: i don't think we have that here no no it's not just black and white no you just this
1: a package you can get this package or that package but this is the picture you're getting
0: and it's all colored photos yeah and it doesn't look like a, the little girl doesn't look modern for the time to me it looks like you know maybe from the 80s maybe I don't know. She just didn't look like she would be a classmate of Asia.
1: No, was well, black and white photo? No. I
0: going
1: to look at the picture.
0: <clears throat> Me too. It just doesn't look seem like it would be a, a kid Asia would know or be in school with.
2: Well, I thought she looked younger than Asia, but
0: maybe six, five, six years old.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. She looked nine, but she could be small for her age. Very
0: true. Very true.
2: And it's hard to tell because a lot of the photos are really grainy. So to get an idea, I mean, that doesn't even have to be a school photo because you look at the backdrop and it could, I mean, that's something that my sister-in-law could easily recreate with the kids.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I was trying to look at her clothes.
0: Sears family portrait studio photo. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you got the neon in the background? No, though. You got to have the laser beams from <laughs> Sears. <if you> go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't get this whole spotting Asia on Highway 18. That, that just blows my mind. A kid who was scared of the dark, scared of storms, scared of dogs, being out like that. On her own, by choice. Yes. With no coat,
1: as far as we know. In February. Yeah. What the hell?
2: Well... Which to me speaks to you're not gonna do that if you're I mean, she wasn't packed to run away either. Yeah. She this is to me someone who was going out to meet someone who had every intention of coming back. Okay. This was not a I'm running away for everything. This was a I'm going to meet someone to do something that my parents shouldn't know about that's supposed to be a secret and then I'll be home.
1: Just like Alicia Navarro. you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah.
2: That, I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm.
1: The only thing is this girl had no internet or nothing. to
2: Right. Like that's the biggest thing in the case. Like she had no, but she had no internet at home.
0: Right. So if she was persuaded into leaving the home, it had to be somebody very close to her. Which often happens. Yeah. I mean, we're talking family or somebody, either school or church, because that was, that was her life. Yeah. I mean, it was those three things.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it could it it could
1: Was there any uh, talk of a weird basketball coach or anything? Yeah.
0: There have been weird talks of weird basketball coach. Hmm. That's some of the local rumors around here.
1: Yeah, because that would make sense to me.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, you try to you try to protect them, you try to keep them safe, so that you know everyone in your social circle. But you don't know when you have a wolf in there. You just you don't. That's I mean, right. my best friend hurt her teenage daughter. It didn't come out till she was sixteen that. Her husband's best friend had been grooming her wow. for 3 years. For 3 years this man who was trusted, who mm. was called an uncle, who was at every family gathering, who changed her diapers. Wow. Started grooming her at 13. So and it shocked everyone and that was why her daughter didn't tell anyone because everybody loved uncle john yeah no one was going to believe her she was convinced that no one was going to believe her so she had to go to someone outside of the family circle who was close enough that everyone else might believe this adult but also not close enough that this person was not under uncle john's spell, like everyone else thought that this man walked on water and if she had not had a cell phone had snapchat Kept every single creepy ass message this man sent her for three years. Which, why is the 50 year old man on Snapchat? That's a whole nother conversation. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> I like if she hadn't kept all of that, I'm telling you right now, no one would have believed her wow. in the circle because no one thought this man could do wrong. So, it, it, I just really feel like it's someone close to them. Oh, yeah. 100 percent
0: it's family church or school that was all she had that was her life
1: you know and i've heard somebody else say you know she was either running from something or running to something and um, i'm i'm on board with that yeah yeah
2: and if she thinks that there's another little girl that she's running to
1: yeah it
2: makes sense
0: yeah
2: because the thing is if, if you're intentionally running away i i you're in the night is stormy and you're scared of the dark you're gonna put it off
1: right yeah that's what i'm thinking you know if it's it's, it's, if you're not having to meet somebody you know like i gotta meet you tonight X number of times whatever then hell i'll just wait till tomorrow it's storm i'm not going out in this and you know i don't need to run away that bad you know what i mean
2: right but if it was planned right you don't have a choice. Exactly. Like, this is what's happening. You, you can't text them
1: and go, it, it's raining. I'll see you next tomorrow. We'll we'll redo this because there's no texting. There's no, you know. Right. I'm sure there was just a wall phone. I'm sure if, if they didn't have the computer, I'm sure there was no cell phone. They might have had one, and it would be in Harold's if if they had one. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was just big old block phone.
0: I just wonder if somebody from the sleepover was set up to mm. have her, you know, give her this photograph and say, "You need to help this little girl," and somebody's setting this little girl up to damn, I didn't even thought about that. Uh, send Aisha out to maybe help somebody and then get well, taken get taken away like that.
2: We are seeing in cases uh, of sex trafficking where other young girls are used to lure other young girls in. Yep. So. And the horrible things are happening to them. And you would think that you wouldn't do that to someone else. But when you are in a situation where you are desperate and it's, it's going to make your life better and you're having to focus on just basic survival. Yeah. And, and these jerks, I mean, they know how to use. They know how to use kids against each other.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's their goal and that's what they want, they're going to find a way to get it. Yep.
2: It's very unsettling. Yeah. But I do think it does come down to these sightings of her. Yeah. I mean, police cleared that first truck driver and the second truck driver at 4.15 a.m. Did, did you guys, do you guys have two sightings of her or only the yeah.
1: one? We have two sightings. Yeah. yeah. Roy Blanton and Roy Blanton Jr. Yeah. And we're wondering, um, back when uh Donnie and I used to work at the mall, which is long, 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 long time ago, there was a, a county cop or county cop, a county uh, deputy and his name was Roy Blanton. He was a black guy and he's really nice. He always hung out with down there where all the kids hung out, and you know, and it, but I was wondering if it's the same guy. I wonder if he retired from the police and went into trucking with his son. I'd like to know that.
0: Yeah, Roy Blanton's a pretty common name, like I told you and yeah. it could be could be a totally different person but could be. but that was the. and
2: set. i really don't like that the 4 15 a.m sighting of her i mean i don't know because i'm only doing the math in my head that that was 1.3 miles south of her home yeah. i i walk a fast mile but i hike and i work out a lot so i can do that 1.3 miles would be I mean, that's like maybe 30 minutes for me. So I don't know for a child if that's realistic. I mean, again, we'd have to focus in more on the timeline.
0: In the rain, in the dark. The fact
2: that he thought it was a woman. Yeah. And thought it was a domestic abuse situation and she was out walking. That just was a weird line of thought to me. But I've never been a police officer, so maybe. But it just... Disturbed me so much that he saw someone that was vulnerable and he got on his CB and broadcast it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there's a vulnerable chick out here. Don't run her over. Right. Oh, don't don't pick her up and take her off somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: That's exactly. And so right.
0: he was he second, correct? So he was after the summed up trucker before. Yeah. Roy Blanton was the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah.
2: I don't. He obviously didn't do it out of malice. He was just thinking, you know, hey, be on the lookout, don't hit. But after everything that we know now about the serial killers in the 70s and the 80s, and high their use of highways and and how many truckers, you just that's immediately what I'm struck with. Like you got on and basically were broadcast hey any creepers if you're looking for a victim there's one for yep. you right here
0: well i mean he didn't have any ill will or malice in him i mean he was just trying to do the right yep. thing and you know there is a code of ethics among truck drivers you know they look out for others and but there are some there are some creepos no yeah. doubt out well, yeah. there there's some we can do some stories on but so well
2: so, we, we didn't know as much in 1990 as we know now too you know it's it's completely different yeah but again, why didn't you just call the police? Neither one of these guys called the police.
0: Yeah, right.
2: I'm saying this as someone who always hesitates to call the
1: police. <laughs> so <laughs> what gets me now? No, wait a minute. If the sun drop driver comes by and sees her and scares her, and she runs way back over to the to the barn where she left the papers, yeah, and then turn around and run way back up there to get seen for the
0: second time, yeah.
2: I mean, that is what's a the long time day? difference? There? How long in did you say it was to the shed?
0: A couple hundred yards. It's a pretty good hike from that time. Oh, yeah. It's a good haul. I'd say a couple hundred yards. Easy. Yeah.
2: But that's literally the last sighting of her, if this is her, at 4.15 a.m. Yeah. I don't,
0: then- I just don't know if I believe that, that second sighting of her, it being her. Right. I just don't.
1: So what time did the Sundrop guy say he saw her? Do we know?
2: I have 3.30 a.m.
1: Yeah, 3:30. I've already worked from 3.15 to 3.30. Okay, 3.30 and then 4.15. What time is Harold's here? 2.30? Yeah.
2: And that was a mile south.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. So. It's a, And it's really farther than that if you come from her house. It's a mile from where her road comes out onto 18 oh. to the driveway of the uh turners because i checked it
0: today there's a couple turns off 18 to get to her house yeah
1: and then on up the hill to where the sign is is a little bit further it ain't a long way but it's a pretty good if you walk in it is It's yeah i think a quarter mile maybe yeah know. it's a quarter
0: mile
1: i don't know man i just don't how is the i don't see where there's time for all this
2: walking on a stormy night if
1: she if she was in the bed he went to bed at two thirty, they were sleeping. She woke up, went to the bathroom, come back, went back to bed, got up, squeaked the stuff. And old boy sort herder, heard her, you know, in the bed. I mean, hell, how much time do you got? If he if they saw her at three thirty, that's only an hour from when he saw I know. her.
0: I know, that's just it just doesn't make sense at all. No, it's a, it's a it it does not compute. No.
2: And I witnessed sightings, I mean <laughs> we're basically we're boiling this case down to these two siding
1: you're damn right which
2: is fine credible
1: (laughs) that's what i was thinking today you know we really don't know what happened we're just saying well these guys they saw her so they saw her walking so we know she left well do we i mean (laughs) it, it all comes down to really do we you know i mean did they see him or did not we don't really know they don't really know yeah So it could have been something, well, I don't want to say, I don't know, (laughs) too much. I mean, it could have been something internal, let's put it that way. You never know. I mean, if they think he saw her, then they said they saw her. But they didn't say they saw her until later, like you said. You know, it wasn't right away that they called. So I I don't know. It just, this whole damn thing is, like you said, it's really, it's mind-boggling of what really happened here.
0: But what's even worse and even more mind-boggling is... They said later that, well, they actually disclosed that Asia may have been seen getting into a dark green, nineteen seventies Lincoln Continental Mark IV. Yeah, or a Ford Thunderbird. No, my mom had been like a, what was it like a seven? And that, nine but that didn't come out
2: till twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah, twenty sixteen's when that came out.
1: Yeah, we're gonna save this little nugget for twenty years. Yeah, sixteen years. So. So,
0: yeah, the, it was said that she was spotted getting in because those two vehicles looks very very similar did they ever say who said this no i have not heard i wonder if they
1: ever did was this like a call-in tip i wonder or i mean
2: they never said where that
1: tip came from no i'm curious to that you know
0: yeah i've never heard that at all i'm
1: gonna give you a little little hint here and it's gonna be the weirdest thing you ever heard you know we saw her getting into a the green and car. The green car that's about three miles long. Yeah. Yeah. Because my mom had a 79 green uh, Thunderbird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're big old cars. They're battleships.
1: Yeah, but she didn't go pick her up and nothing.
0: Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, All gen- right, where we go? Let's talk about the book bag that was found. Now, okay. this is another crazy little thing. It's right. 30 miles in the opposite direction. 26. Is it 26? 26 is what I heard.
1: Now, well, you know where it is. So I know exactly is. You've where been the, there. I have not. <laughs> I
0: know where the spot is where they found it. Uh, there's a, the, when they were clearing off the land, they were clearing off for a uh, guy that was building a log cabin. Okay. Because
1: I heard it was clearing off to widen the road. No. Uh-uh. Okay. There,
0: thank you. Yeah. There, there's a man building a log cabin and I know exactly where the log cabin is today. And well, I'm gonna take going to yes. take you there. I'm going to take you there. But it's it's almost thirty miles in the opposite direction. That's what's crazy. And the book, that is crazy. and the book bag is found buried, buried inside two separate. Well, inside one inside the other trash bag, double bagged. Yeah. yeah, double bagged,
1: which makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, is that you what you
2: really got? That.
0: So what gets me is why double bag it and dispose it off the highway like that? Right. You know. If you're going to get rid of something, burn it. Throw it in a landfill or something. I don't understand that.
2: Well, I mean, it never would have been if someone wasn't breaking this, that land. It never never would have been dug up.
0: Yeah. But why put it in trash was it bags?
2: In a, was it in a place that someone could have come back to revisit it?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's the house is maybe thirty yards off the highway and it has a little circular well not a circular but a, a curvy driveway getting up to the log cabin it's kinda of secluded but you can see it from highway eighteen. It's you know it's not far off the road at all. See
2: that's risky to me too if you're someone who has taken this girl and this is something that you don't and and okay. I just had one of those moments where my brain went two different directions at once. And I kind of shut down (laughs) for a second. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Which, which street are you going to take on this? So to me, if you took Aisha and you have her things and you are in that family circle, you want to get rid of them as quickly as possible. Amen. Yes. But, and you need them to be as far away as, as you can possibly get them. Mm -hmm. And especially you want them in a different direction than where she was spotted. If you knew that she was spotted, if that really was her. But to me, a trash bag inside another trash bag is someone who's trying to preserve that and come back to it, you know, to revisit it. But. If you're saying you can see that location from the road, that is risky and that is stupid.
1: Yeah. Right. Now, uh, Dan Crawford, where I'd heard reports that Dan Crawford said he thought that maybe it was just thrown out on the road. And since that land was being worked, it just got turned under over time. Do you buy that?
0: I don't buy that, especially being double bagged like that. Yeah. It would have been ripped open, torn open, but um and it's what he tried to put off though. yeah he was just animals running. would have gotten to it, it or something yeah.
2: and he was digging when he found it right it's not like he just walked up and it was laying there yeah
0: yeah yeah. they were uh, uh i guess preparing the land for that home yeah digging it up landscaping. you know up.
1: and when he found it he didn't think nothing about it or at least that's what he said mm-hmm. and he said because you know him working construction he worked from daylight to dark and never really kept up with stuff but he mentioned it to his wife at breakfast the morning, you know, the next day. And she had been keeping up with it. And that's when they called the police to, to give them the bag. She, yeah. was, she they had her, her name and address wrote it inside the bag, or her name and phone number, one oh or the other. Oh, my
2: God. That's so crazy. Just sure, I can just see
1: his wife's jaw hitting the table, you know. <laughs> you know what?
0: Yeah. Jeannie, do you think there's anything to the the book and the T-shirt that was found in the book bag, McGilligot's pool and the...
2: Oh, my God. That's so weird. It's so... Like, I would love to know who had checked that book out. Yeah. But as a librarian who's had books stolen <laughs> from her library, I can tell you also, because wasn't that book from her school? It yeah, just wasn't checked out by a
1: <clears throat> it was. Uh, it had a stamp inside from Falston Elementary, but I'm not sure about the checkout record. Yeah.
2: But it was not checked out by her
3: hmm.
2: so my what I'm curious about is was it checked out by someone else or was this just a book that she had you know because kids would do this too uh where they would you're so excited cause you're reading but then teacher comes in and everyone's got to get out now it's time to go back we've got to stick to our schedule and kids would walk out with the book
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Without having checked it out, so it really, honestly, could have been Asia accidentally walked out with the book. You know, like that. She's only nine. It's not. Things could have been rushed, so it might not have been checked out to anyone. In that case,
0: and it leads. But go ahead. Go ahead.
2: If we're talking a groomer, it would also make sense yeah that we would have other things from other children in the bag
0: and it leads me to going back to the slumber party if one of the girls at the party had that book or checked that book out and that um, new kids on the block t-shirt belonged to one of the girls at the party right you know and gave it to her that that's what blows my mind too because the, the T-shirt didn't belong to Asia,
2: right? But you're right. That would be that would be a place where she could have gotten the shirt that that her mother wouldn't necessarily have known because she w- wouldn't have checked her bag when she came back from the sleepover. Yeah,
1: correct. Yeah,
0: this just the whole story is just so crazy.
2: It is, and there's so many different. Small parts here and there that make it even crazier. Yeah. Where you can go in one direction, but then there's this that takes you in another direction. Right,
1: right. Well, you want to hear crazy. Here's a couple years ago, what, two or three years ago? Yeah. There was rumors around here that she had been spotted working at the local hospital. And they said that uh, they had heard that the SBI, State Bureau of Investigation, were was coming in and checking because they had heard about it. But at the time they got here, she had already got whoever the person was that already got wind and left. They quit. Yeah, quit and hadn't been seen since. Said that. Uh, oh, that's. Yeah, weird. it was really weird because somebody you know that was working there, I guess under a, a, a false name or something. I don't know, but they said that, you know they're working and somebody's like, "Hey, you look just like H degree," and then after that was when. The, things got hairy and she left
0: some of the age progression photos Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: we get a lot of craziness around here but yeah that was probably the last thing i've heard yeah it made any waves
0: now just last year jenny there was a uh well actually in 2020 there was an inmate his name was marcus mellon he was uh convicted of some sex crimes against kids in 2014 he wrote a letter to the local newspaper here the shelby star and he claimed that asha was murdered and he knows where to find her and in february of last year 2021 our beloved sheriff alan norman announced that mellon's claims had led to another dead end he was probably just trying to get some kind of is that the guy who said they hit her with the truck no this ain't the same guy well there was another
1: inmate and i don't know what year it was he was saying that he knew what happened to her and where they could find her And he said that uh, him and another guy had been to Hickory and was coming back home on 18 and hit her with a truck and killed her. Yeah. And they got her and threw her in the back of the truck. But at the time, she wasn't dead, just bad. And went and said the guy dropped him off. Well, they said the next day, come to pick him up to go fishing or something. And the body was there, and they threw her in Moss Lake. Hmm. And then they had come and drug Moss Lake which most lakes down where my parents live but yeah and I've seen them drag it like for us it's, it's pretty creepy but um I can't
2: the, imagine being her parents every time someone comes forward with a claim
1: right and this guy was saying this stuff and then they, he said well just move me to to the county jail in, in Cleveland County from wherever he was being held. And I can't remember off the top of my head where it was. And I can get the guy that was driving to come and admit it. And then when he got there, he just hooked up with some of his friends and they tried to tried to escape. And then the guards had got wind of their plan and busted him. So they don't know if he actually knew anything or if he was just trying to get moved to Cleveland County or what. But they never found anything when they drug the lake. Yeah. which is
2: Yeah, I'm always so sus... Like, I just don't trust... I, I didn't trust the Marcus Mellon tip and it's good to know that that was followed up on because yeah. the last that I had read was they hadn't been able to go in because of COVID.
0: Yeah.
2: Weird side note. I think he was at Alexandria where I actually had a friend at Alexandria that's for a
0: up, little bit. That's up in Taylorsville. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But he
2: ended up there because of the whole COVID thing. He was about to get out. And was like mid, I don't know, that's a whole other story. Hacker friend.
0: <laughs> well, Jenny, you have, after you and Didi have talked about this, what are your, your thoughts on Aisha Degree? What do you and Didi think happened to her? Yeah.
2: We both think that it's someone from her circle and that she was groomed and lured out. Yeah. That's, that's what we think. We don't think it was random. We think that, I mean, her home life was stable. She came from a close-knit, supportive, and loving family. Zero signs of abuse. Nothing that flags you to think that she had any reason to run away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so you
0: think the, the sightings were, weren't real?
2: I just don't. Right. And and you think that's that- a thing.
0: You think they saw something? <coughs> you think Excuse they me. saw something, but not necessarily Aisha. Right. To me, that's I think the only way it makes if sense. If we're
2: going to believe one of the sightings, it would be the first sighting. But that, in itself, kind of blows. I feel like blows gd and I's theory out of the water because I think it's suspicious that someone would admittedly turn back around three times. Yeah. To look for a little girl and then not report her to the police. So I feel like that first sighting does kind of bother me a little. And that maybe I am having tunnel vision because of what I have experienced in my life with friends and families and being groomed that maybe that's where I'm hyper-focused that i just think something it was someone or something that was close to them close to her had access to her at that party that sleepover party yep and that's that's what i firmly believe but if that's the case i also don't don't necessarily believe that she was out wandering the highway after dark that she was picked up closer to home, yeah, I think by so the person who was going to pick her
1: up. That makes way more sense to me than someone who's scared to death of everything leaving and walking out in the middle of a storm with no coat or nothing mm-hmm. and walking out far down the highway. It just—it's always just been like a what the hell. I don't—I don't get it. You know, ever
0: since that happened, there's something else I want to know. I would like to know how often did they have sleepovers? Right. Yeah. Did they have this? You know, girl sleepover once a month. Every other weekend kind of thing, or? or is it just like a special occasion? Yeah, because you know, it's, they're all right there together. It's a little community, right? That's a little bunch neighborhood. Of 12 yeah, brothers. I'd like to know was it once a month, or how often do they have sleepovers? Hmm.
2: Especially because one of that size yeah, it's- isn't just like. You know, with Didi and I would have sleepovers growing up. It was just the two of us. You know, we would do the bigger sleepovers, but those were on special occasions. They were on my birthday. They were on her birthday. It it was never – and my brothers wouldn't have big sleepovers like that. It was just the girls who would.
0: Yeah.
2: Was it someone's birthday? I don't know.
0: Yeah. But
2: that's my theory. And, and I feel like it also, the fact that her book bag was found so far away um, and the way it was wrapped.
0: Yeah. It's weird.
2: also leads me to believe it was someone close to the family who needed to get rid of it as soon as possible. Somebody who happened.
1: needed to get rid of it but couldn't bring herself to destroy it, you think?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Especially with the name and everything on the inside.
2: Right, because yeah. like you said, who wouldn't just think to burn that? Right. But I guess if you don't have a burn pit, I mean, that's not something you're going to burn in your fireplace, right? No, and if you don't there. have a burn pit, your neighbors are going to want to know why you're suddenly building a fire in your backyard.
0: could have a barrel
1: or something. That's pretty common
0: around. Yeah, burn barrel. Yeah, there's a lot of people around here have fire pits in their backyard. They burn quite often. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you See, could, I'm we're sure from,
2: from Southern California. We didn't have fire pits because <laughs>
0: the
2: sun was our fire. It was <laughs> hot all the time.
0: Well, I'm I'm pretty much on board with what you think as far as hap- what happened to Asia. You know, this had to be somebody within those those three things: yeah, home, church, or
1: uh, you know. And there's school. a lot of rumors fly around here that was, that the, the dad had something to do with it. But I don't know if I buy into that too much. I don't. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know them some but i don't know
2: yeah i just i really feel like
0: i really married.
1: don't want to believe that i guess is what i'm trying to say
0: what's well, what's one puzzling thing is uh harold and aquila are still together yeah. i mean they're still married they still live in the same place so you know it's just that's if, if anything you know they're not the finger hadn't been pointed to them right for me from the inside
2: well i feel like they vetted them out very quickly At the beginning. And they both voluntarily went in for lie detector, like, immediately were like, clear us. Yeah. So we can focus on our daughter. And the fact that they're still looking for her and they still haven't given up.
1: Right. And they're not... That's
2: also not... pulling the finger at each
1: other, you know. So that that means a lot.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Those are not parents who have done something to their child you don't continue to look
0: this is true Yeah, if as hard them, as right. it,
2: you might try to keep up oj appearances but you don't stick with it it's it's half-hearted and it's it's lip service it's not everything that icola has done over the years yeah that's just what i feel very strongly about
0: yeah i think i'm on board with you on that yeah it
2: breaks my heart because i can't imagine not knowing i mean that would make me crazy
1: yeah yeah that's that's the worst part i think
0: Yep.
2: or have closure
0: you you don't i mean even if you know they solve it i mean do you really have closure after that because you you won't know everything right i mean you have a child that's gone forever
2: Right, and And even if you get that child back, whether after all of this time, it's still—I just don't see how you ever have closure. It—it—it just shifts into a different kind of torment and torture. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Psychologically, for you.
1: Yes, he'd be what almost thirty now, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, wow. the, and the anniversary of her disappearance is coming up. Yeah, in just a couple of weeks, yep, two and weeks through, so. they'll be doing the walk. They always uh, march or do a walk from their home to the, the sign. The sign, yeah. And the media is always out there. The local uh, news stations are out yeah, there, police
1: escort probably. Yeah, police escort walking down the
0: road every year. Crazy yeah. stuff. Crazy stuff.
2: It is. It's crazy with with all of this focus that in that area, because I feel like it's local to that area. It's not like she was taken outside of the area. I don't feel like that either. So I feel like when, when what I think happened to her is tied to that area and that community, how it still has not come out. Is crazy. Yep.
0: This makes me wonder how much more the law enforcement is holding to the vest. How much more they know and not letting out. It's just yeah, it just blows my mind. Well, Jenny from Murder on Our Street podcast, we really appreciate having you on tonight. Yep.
2: Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed discussing this case with you because it just confounds me as much as it confounds you and it's really nice to get a local perspective too and i'm really looking forward to your youtube video yeah to to actually see the areas that i've only read about i think that'll be a nice perspective as
1: well yeah definitely
0: yeah we're going to get that we've we've got it in production now we've got all of our plans sorted out what we're going to do and and we'll have to it'll take probably a couple weeks to do this to hit all the spots and do it right yeah yeah hit all the spots that are mentioned you know in the timeline of Asia degree
2: that's good
0: all right jenny we really appreciate you
2: thanks for having me on i appreciate you guys too
0: all right have a good night you too all right bye-bye all right man that was really
1: fun i think uh, we should do more of those
0: yeah jenny that was great we appreciate her being on the show most definitely
1: most definitely thanks so much
0: yep and with that being all said dale we're going to get out of here all right let's roll we want everyone to be safe Be careful and always be aware of your surroundings.
1: Because the next episode could be about you.
0: This is the The Crack House Chronicles.